Yo, yo, what is cracking with it, y'all? K-Mac back here. Back here for another episode with the Blitzburg Coverage Podcast, episode number 15, the third one this week. I told y'all your boy would be putting these boys out, producing, and we producing. Third one this week, previewing the game, uh, touched on the Jags game a little bit, and here we are celebrating this dub. It's a celebration Saturday. I wanted to record yesterday, but I didn't get to because, honestly, was just super busy with some stuff and uh, other shit. But today is College Saturday, and uh, that leads us to <clears throat> talking about this game, man. Um, Thursday Night Football, recapping this dub. Repping 1-8, Deontay finally got his first freaking touchdown since Ben played in that Chiefs playoff game. But wow, this game led about the way it would. Uh, it went about the way I thought it would go. I told y'all it'd be a closer, lower scoring type of game. I'm surprised we scored 20 points. Uh, but I knew it'd be close. All of our wins are always close. Most one possession score wins, like the past five years, like, like look at the one possession score games. We are... <laughs> we are in too many of these games. So I knew heading into this, it'd be a one-point, one-score uh, one kind of game, not a one-point game. One-score kind of possession kind of game. But I'm going to recap this game and let you all know how we did. Dive in, talk about the flows, what I saw, the goods, the bads, the pros, the cons, what happened leading up to the game. Because a lot of shit, I mean, just kind of the stuff I mentioned even on the last one, uh, last podcast, uh, did actually happen. So let's talk about the stuff that happened before this game. Um, first off, Came Hayward finally got activated off of IR. Massive addition. Massive addition. I, I'm not sure the amount of snaps he played. I, I haven't looked at the snap percentages or the snaps as far as players go. That was a big move. JPJ starting was a big move. But the day of the game... Uh, a couple of moves happened that I had no clue. Just came out of left field. One was Matt Canada was going to be play calling from the sidelines, which was the first time that's he's done that since he's been here. So then he could actually talk to the players, you know, rather just through the headset, maybe, I don't know, get a different insight. And another big move I wasn't even ready for, but I fucking, I mean, I was all in support of this was they decided to start Broderick Jones at right tackle because Chakuma Korafor threw a fit or just the way he handled some things down the stretch of last week's game, I guess. I don't know what really transpired and led to that decision. but So Broderick Jones played at right tackle, and he's never even played right tackle. He He's always played left tackle at college, so... And to be honest with you, he did well. He just, I think Broder Jones needs to start somewhere on this line, preferably left tackle or right tackle, and let him just work. I mean, he can just, he just moves people. He just, you let him, tell him to go somewhere and block someone, he will do that. He he moves the fucking needle for me. He needs to be a starter full time moving forward. Okay, I've mentioned that several times. You see it on tape, the dude just moves people. And what do you know? 
it led to what I believe to be to have been our best offensive game this season. Now, most people would say, well, at 20 points, what do you mean the best game? I'll explain why as we talk throughout this podcast. So the moves leading up to this game were JPJ, full-time starter, Broder Jones starting at right tackle, Cam Hayward is back in the fold, and Canada on the sidelines. So we start out the game. Believe it or not, we got a freaking first down. Not just one first down, we got two of them. Multiple multiple big plays, and I think one of the biggest plays on that first drive was the second and long. Kenny Pickett slips and evades a couple guys, throws the ball to the flats to Deontay. He gets a great run after catch because that's what he's good at. Get to the third and short. I believe Warren got a first down there. Najee finishes the drive with a touchdown. I'm like, holy shit. We 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 chose the we won the toss we received it I was like, well I mean there must be something they like I mean because they've been working so hard in this run game according to the coaches, and they finally came to fruition, and no I'm not gonna I'm not raising the stakes I'm not fucking I'm not I'm not I don't blow things out of proportion I stay level as I mentioned after that week one game you try to stay level with these things, but this was absolutely. Matt Canada's best play calling of this of the season and probably of his career. <clears throat> Plays were there to be made all night, and kind of like that Jacksonville game, this the players didn't make them. There's a couple misses for sure. So first first drive, man, Pickett made some good throws to Deontay. Deontay, I hate our fan base sometimes because they throw so much flack on him. But you know what? The dude makes plays. Yeah, he he drops the ball sometimes, but he move he he moves the chains for us, and that's what we fucking need. Okay, he's an easy six, an easy seven. Warren is a playmaker. He made plays on that first drive. He just makes plays, and Najee finished the drive with like a fifteen yard touchdown. It was a good start. It was a good start. Tennessee comes back, um, with their own drive as well. Gets a field goal. And after that first drive, man, the offense honestly pretty much sizzled out until about the end of the first half when we finished with a field goal. I, I'll say this, man. Kenny Pickett missed a lot of throws the first half. Um, particularly a, a couple come to mind. He missed Deontay on a wide-open curl route, just completely sailed it over his head. He had George Pickens on a third and four open drag route. He sails it over his head. I mean, these are throws that you have to make if you're that guy. You have to make these throws, and that's what I mean. I am going to hold him accountable. I'm not going to praise him for the great fourth quarter performances he has put on because the past two years, he has, he has some of the best fourth quarter performances in the NFL. Look it up. He's like eight, I think he has like eight fourth quarter win, game-winning drives, touchdown, comebacks, whatever, whatever, something like that. I think he's like right up there with Kirk Cousins the past two years. So, you know, I'll give him credit for that. But I also have to hold him accountable for the fact that we don't need to be in this position if in the first halves of these games he just plays better. So he missed a couple throws, particularly to Deontay on a curl route, George Pickens, and then we were in the red zone at the end of the first half. He had Allen Robinson one-on-one, and Robinson was about to just break off his release and beat his man, and he had Allen Robinson, but he just threw it right to the ground, like just completely just 
just a bad throw. Like, step into it, rip that motherfucker, and throw into his chest. But he missed him, and we had to settle for three, and we go into the half 10-10. It's a 10-10 game, and I believe, no, we got a field goal. We got a field goal, and then Tennessee came down and got a field goal and took the lead 13-10. to That's what happened. My bad. So, and as far as the first half goes, I thought the defense did well. I mean, they as far as stopping the run, we held Derrick Henry to below 80 yards, held him to like one touchdown. Will Levis honestly played pretty good. I mean, he shredded us. Absolutely shredded us. Open guys all night. He made some good throws under the pressure. I will give him credit for that, absolutely. But first half, we, it was, uh, we were slowed down by a score. Defense, the pass rush was absolutely relentless. Alex Highsmith had another great game. I know the stats don't speak it, but he had two sacks. And I think he had another game of seven-plus pressures, which ties Micah Parsons for uh, games with, like, seven-plus pressures this year. So, Highsmith was getting there. Levis was just getting it out. And uh, Watt had a sack to make the hold them to three with no helmet. So, you know, it's just what he does. It's just what he does. He's already nine-and-a-half sacks, I want to say. I want to say nine-and-a-half sacks, you know. It's just typical T.J. Watt stuff. So we go into the half, 10-13. Um, up the second half. Man, that second half was uh, something, man. That third quarter was something. more, A little bit more of the same. A little bit more of the same. Defense just made plays, but at the same time, we allowed plays, man. We would do good, and then the secondary, without Minka, man, we are in some fucking trouble because JPJ... Can only do so much. And let me just say this about Joey Porter Jr. He is him. He is him. He is going to be our best corner since Ike Taylor. I will firmly believe, I will firmly say and stick with that. Because this dude, and man to man, he is clamps, dude. Like, I wish we started him sooner. I so wish we started him sooner because there ain't no way Brandon Ayuk would have went the fuck off. Ain't no way De- Devontae Adams went with the fuck off like how these dudes were. But JPJ and DeAndre Hopkins only allowed like two catches. He was on him all night. He told Tomlin, lean up to the game, I want number 10. And Tomlin was like, ah, we'll have to sit and think about it. And he was like, all right, we got you. Um, I will say this, he needs to work on his tackling. He's a little bit too handsy at times. He grabbed uh, D-Hop's face mask a couple times as well. But, um, man, his performance was nothing short of phenomenal, to be honest. I mean, we finally have a fucking corner for the first time in a long time that I can say we got we got a dude. We got a dude. But the second half, um, let's get to that. So we get to the red zone. And... Uh, you know, we, we're driving. This is by far one of the best, uh, play, like I said, best play, the plays are there to be made. Pickett makes a good throw to George Pickens. Pickens gets one in, and uh, he can't get the other one in. He has plenty of time to get that other toe in. But he's so worried about celebrating and flexing, we don't score. We have to settle for fucking three again. Like, yo. I don't know how many times I got to reiterate this, man. We can't kick threes with this offense in the red zone. We got to finish. We got to finish. But Jalen Warren, 
and Najee had a phenomenal night, man. Phenomenal night. But the second half was a little more of the first half. Will Levis was still down us up. We go into the fourth quarter. We're down. We're down 16-13. Yeah, 16-13. We're down. And um, it's like, all right, well, here we go. It's fourth quarter. It's game time. What the fuck are we going to do? What's going to happen? <clears throat> and I'll tell you what happens. Pickett, man, uh, made some phenomenal throws, especially that third and six with about five minutes to go in the game to Deontay down the, the sidelines. Look up that throw, man. Watch the highlights. Deontay had a phenomenal night, seven catches, 90 yards, with a fucking touchdown. We finally get the lead with about, what was it, like three-ish, four-ish minutes, two-ish minutes left, something like that. It's 20 to 16. Jalen Warren... I love Warren, dude. Warren is a fucking playmaker. I like the swing plays to him and out in the flash. Let him get going. The run game was phenomenal. We were moving people. Like I said, I'm not getting too high off of this, but this was the first time I really felt good about the offense all year. Well, except for that Raiders game, but things were working. Najee was going, getting to second level. The blocks were there. Warren is a fucking beast. Should have had a touchdown. But we had over 150 yards rushing. Everybody has a role on this team. Like, we got two backs. They can be used effectively. Pickett, man, I mean, he can just manage the game. He should have had multiple touchdowns, but still didn't. And the defense was relentless with pressure all night. Four sacks. Just got worked in the secondary. Um, so, we finally get the lead, 20-16. to 16. Titans, they punt the ball back with about... Eh, under about, about over two minutes left, and we run a place, and it doesn't go nowhere. Second and twelve, and I'm like, "Well, are we just gonna really sit on the ball and run it and punt it and hope on our defense?" I really wasn't a fan of that. I would have rather have liked to see us at least pass the ball once and maybe give them the threat of the fact we might actually get the fucking first down, but we just. As soon as that first play didn't work, I knew we were going to sit on it, make them burn their timeouts, and then fucking punt it. So we punt the ball back to Tennessee with about a minute and a half. Highsmith gets a second sack. And they still get down to our 20-yard line. And Will Levis throws three plays in a row that should have been picked off. One was Darius Rush. One was was Levi Wallace. But then again, D-Hop um, got his hand in there. The third one was finally picked off by Quan Alexander, who read it perfectly, and Levis forced it in the uh, red zone, end zone, and uh, he picks it off, and we win the game, man. Defense got one turnover, and we got it when we needed it the most. Offense, no turnovers, and that's the biggest thing, man. That's, 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 that's the biggest thing I'll give Pickett credit to is we don't turn over the ball. He only has four interceptions in comparisons to last year where we had a lot of turnovers. And that's the biggest key, man. If we just don't turn the ball over and we hang around in these one-score games, we can beat anybody. Just as how just as like we can lose to anybody because you turn the ball over with this offense and we we can't already do enough with these limited possessions as is, but this was a game that if we just finished in the draw in the red zone, 
we win the game probably by at least eight. You know, you're talking uh, Pickens if he gets his other toe in. If Pickett makes a great throw, uh, Pickett just makes a good throw to Robinson in the red zone. That's another touchdown. That's 14 points in, in comparison to the six. So that would have been eight more points. You know what I'm saying? We could have had at least close to 30 points. But, hey, I'm happy with the win. I'll take it. It was a short week. We needed to bounce back after that loss against Jackson. Well, we did. We're 5-3. and three. Defense, you know, I thought they did well against Henry. Cameron Hayward, Cam Hayward's role cannot, his impact cannot be uh, talked about enough because his his play doesn't always reflect in the stat sheet, but he's a great run stuffer, and he was a big part of the reason why we held Derrick Henry to the way we did. I know he hasn't been popping off all year. It's not the same Titans offense, but I'll tell you what, man. Will Levis, I think they got a guy there. I think they got a guy there. If they can build around him a little bit, you know, maybe give him a line. He could be a pretty solid quarterback for them. But I will say this. There were flags everywhere, especially in that first quarter. I mean, we essentially gave them a fucking field goal the first drive on our defense. My goodness. So, 2016 Steelers win. About the, about, I'm, I was a little off, but I was pretty close to how I thought this game would go. Um... So you, you take the you take the good with the bad, pick it, no turnovers. We'd like to see him, you know, make some of these throws that are there. You got to make the throws that are there, and he's missed on that this year. I will say, um, the play going was honestly good. The jet sweeps with Calvin Austin worked. Um, a jet sweep with Jalen Warren worked. I like the quick throws to Deontay, let him get going. Pickens didn't really do much. Darnell Washington finally got a first down to fucking catch. I mean, holy shit. It's like, God, we got guys. We can use them. We just gotta get a we just gotta get a couple first downs and get the get the ball rolling a little bit, man. So it was good to see that. The Naj had a good game. You know, it's not a phenomenal game, but you know, if we can get 70 yards, 60 yards, and a tutty out of Naj, I'm cool with that because Warren is too good to keep on the sidelines. He 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 can keep him fresh. You just give Warren the ball and he makes plays. I like him a lot. I'm I'm glad we got him as an undrafted free agent. So I think I touched on everything. Keanu Benton, I think, should be a starter with Cam Hayward. I'm just saying he he's already fucking getting he's already flashing. Um and uh unfortunately, injury wise, a couple of injuries happened. Traylon Burks went down with a pretty bad concussion. That looked scary. And Cole Holcomb looked to have suffered a very significant knee injury. I don't think he's going to come back this season. So it's going to be on Landon Roberts and Quan Alexander to man up and uh, take that role on. So injury-wise, not sure what's going to happen with Minka. They didn't put him in IR, so he may return. We'll have to see how that goes. Not sure what's up with Moose. But um, Pickens, I guess there's some fucking drama there that's going down. I don't really want to talk about it, but I guess he made a social media post and the corner said, free me or whatever. You know, is Pickens going to be here when con- when his contract time is up? Probably not because we don't extend receivers, but when Deontay went to the sidelines after he scored, Deontay was so fucking happy, man. I'm I'm happy for him. I, I, as much flack as he gets... The dude's a team. The the dude's a team player. You know, you don't see him fucking throwing shots, fucking talking shit. Like he just does his thing, man. 
He tried to fucking be a teammate to Pickens and just, yo, yo man, we're cool. Just, just stay in the game, man. Just let's get this win. Let's get this win, and your number will get called. Just make the play when it's there. And he just, it's on Pickens. He could have gotten his other toe in. We could have scored, and he didn't. Simple as that to me. So he didn't look too happy on the sidelines when Deontay scored. Maybe he was just pissed off at himself. But, I mean, if you're fucking other, you know, if your other brother scores, you know, if your other brother scores, you should be fucking just as happy as him. You know, he hasn't had a touchdown in damn near two years. But um, I think that about do it for this. <clears throat> my apologies. I think that about do it for this podcast. About cover everything I wanted to. Um, this rookie class is, could be phenomenal. I think this class is going to be fucking beast. Brodick Jones, fucking JPJ, Keanu Benton, Herbig. These guys all have roles, and I think they need to be starters. I think some of these guys should be starting. Brodick Jones, they need to be starting him in some form or fashion. JPJ, they're finally seeing what this dude's about, and he is him. It's fucking, he's, he, he's, he's going to be good. And uh, Benton, I think, honestly, has done pretty well. So, let's see it, man. Uh, we're 5-3. and three. A lot better than we were last year at this point in the season. Because I think at last at, at this point in the season last year, we were 2-6. and six. So, you can't make this shit up. We've been outgained yardage-wise in every uh, game this year. But, we're the first team in NFL history to be outgained in every game yard-wise and have this big of a point differential and have this big of a fucking yard differential and still win games. I can't explain it to anyone. It's an ugly... When you play the Steelers, it's it's a weird game, man. Our flow... The ebbs and flows of the games are just weird. Teams drive on us, but we hold them to three. Or we get a big play. I, I don't know, man. It's a wild style, but... You know, I'm not going to complain about 5-3. and three. Got a big game next week at home against Green Bay. We'll get we'll get to that game. We'll get to that game. But let's just enjoy the dub this weekend. That's what I'm doing. And uh, going to watch the games tomorrow because today is Saturday. So I'm going to be posting this video tonight, but the podcast will be out today. So watch it. Share it. And uh, let's celebrate this dub, y'all. And, um, you know, hey, a win's a win, man. I don't give a fuck. No injuries. We get a win. We beat an AFC team. Let's keep the ball rolling. And uh, we're just heading into the fucking the calm of the, the fucking storm, man. It's We're fucking November. And, um, yeah, I mean, 6 to 12 on third down, fucking 20 points. Canada called a good game. I can't bitch. So I'm not going to bitch. going to talk about, you know, the key points. And that's what we do. So. Yeah, give your boy some feedback. What do you guys think of the game? What do you, you guys see? Is there anything I missed out on? And um, you know, let's see how this shit goes. But I, I, I feel it's a weird five and three. But you know, in this league, man, you take the wins when you can get them. So your boy's out. Everybody have a great weekend and stay safe out there and enjoy football, man. Because this is the best time of the freaking year. So your boy's out. And uh, subscribe, share the love, share the vids. We're going to keep this thing rolling. I'm out. Peace.